Well, when I got home and my husband asked me what I got them, I was proudly showing him everything that I got. And then he asked me, well, how much did it cost? And I was like, sir, it was $500. Hey guys, welcome back to Landing Imperfect, the podcast where we embrace the beauty of imperfection in our daily lives. I'm your host, Jen Lander, and today we're diving into the topic that I know is on many of our minds, which is managing stress during the holidays. So if you're like me, I know it's important for you to create joyful, memorable experiences for your families without feeling wildly overwhelmed. Easy work, right? (laughs) So this time of year is extra busy and often just creates extra stress. I had some pretty big plans to have this episode prepared and ready to go by the end of last week, but here I am. I had such a busy weekend, and I was preparing all week, a little bit of last week, all through the weekend, helping my brother and sister-in-law, so big shout out to them because they just opened their store, Ben Bargains, and I'm so proud of them, so excited. So I was having the best time, and it was such an awesome opportunity and experience to just watch all of that unfold for them. So things weren't going as planned as far as getting this podcast together and going. Um, so I, so my original plan did not work out where I was going to have this all ready to go. So I had to go with my backup plan, which was to prepare an outline on Monday and then record on Tuesday and then release this episode on Wednesday. Well, that didn't happen either. And now I'm on my backup plan to my backup plan. <laughs> Happy holidays, right? It's just such a busy time, a busy time for all of us. And sometimes that's just the way the cookie will crumble. Um, Monday was a pretty rough day for me. I was feeling exhausted and just everything felt like it wasn't falling into place. It wasn't going as planned. I just was emotionally drained and my to-do list felt like it was never ending. I had a complete meltdown because I just was feeling so much pressure by this dang to-do list that I created for myself that wasn't even realistic for how I was feeling on Monday. So I ended up not completing the list. I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. So instead, I ended up lighting a candle and I played a Christmas movie because I freaking love Christmas movies and I took a shower. So this was slightly helpful, but I still was feeling a little stressed because I just, there were some things that I did need to get done or felt like I needed to get done that just weren't getting done. FYI, I, I still have not done those things yet. So I'll be working on that after this. Um, But I also ended up venting to my husband who gave me some really good advice and some much needed support. I ended up calling it. I quit on that to-do list that day. I just accepted that it wasn't, I just wasn't in a place to effectively get anything done in that list. So I turned to the couch. I decided to relax a little bit. I put on another Christmas movie and then I got some rest and I woke up the next day feeling better. So honestly, there's no better time to record this episode about stress while it's still fresh on my mind. Um, So the holidays can, they can definitely bring a whirlwind of tasks and expectations and being the dedicated parents that we are trying to juggle work and family holiday preparations. We want to know how the heck can we balance our hopes for a perfect holiday with realistic expectations. The key is in the word realistic. Perfection is an illusion especially during the holidays. It's about finding joy in those little moments. So 
let's start setting achievable goals, not like that laundry list of tasks that I had put on that to-do list, knowing good and well I wasn't going to do any of them because my energy level was just not there. Neither was my mindset for that day. Um, So it's a good reminder for me, too, to pay attention to how I was feeling and just meet ourselves where we are physically and emotionally. It can also be helpful if we choose a few key traditions to focus on during the holidays. It's easy to get caught up on seeing all the festive activities or traditions that other people are posting on social media and wanting that flawless experience too. But remember, those are reels, stories, posts. Those are highlights. It's almost a guarantee that there are like 500 imperfect (laughs) imperfect moments that are happening behind the scenes. And we just don't need to be cramming in a million things during the holidays, especially if it's creating more stress in our lives than joy. It's it's hard to be present and have fun when we have tons of things that we just want to cram into the holidays. It's about quality over quantity that's going to create those joyful moments that we're hoping for. So Take some time to narrow it down and plan for like the traditions that feel manageable and bring you the most happiness. I know that being married and having kids can add another layer here because we start creating new traditions once we start having kids. And we can't forget the part about where, you know, when we get married, we're marrying into another family who's already established their family traditions with the spouse before you came along. So There's just a lot of pressure to continue some of those traditions as we start to blend our families together. So for me, it is important to blend some of those traditions the best that we can. My husband's side of the family is just as important to our little family as my side of the family. So I do everything that I can to spend quality time with everyone. And this doesn't mean that we have to overextend ourselves to every tradition or activity that presents itself, but we can show them how important they are to us by including at least one tradition and being fully present during it. It's okay to say no, and it's okay that everything is not flawless during this time. So many years back when my kids were little, My husband and I, we were in nursing school and our finances were tight. My anxiety was much higher back then and I worried about everything. I I also put so much pressure on myself to find like the perfect gifts for my husband's family members because of my perfectionistic people-pleasing ways at the time. And even though I had already been a part of the family for a couple years, I still wanted to impress them, you know? So at the time, I had spent an entire day looking for gifts that I was hoping that that they would love. And I felt like I accomplished that. I think I did a good job. And I was feeling pretty proud of myself for the gifts that I had bought. Well, when I got home and my husband asked me what I got them, I was proudly showing him everything that I got. And then he asked me, well, how much did it cost? And I was like, sir, it was $500. Which at the time for us was a lot of money, but I still felt like it wasn't bad for the amount of people that I had bought for. So he made the comment, he was like, geez, that's a lot. And in my husband's defense, it didn't take a lot to trigger me at the time. Well, that comment sent me, okay? He honestly didn't mean anything by it, but I was already on edge with all the stress and the extra responsibilities at the time. So it would have been nice to hear initially that he was grateful that I took the time to shop for gifts and not just comment on the money. But we were still learning a lot about each other at the time. And side note, he did say that he appreciated it 
but it was too late for him at that time. It was it was it was way too late. So I returned all of the gifts that I bought and I ended up giving them probably the worst <laughs> gifts of all time. They oh my gosh, they were so bad. So I can't even believe I'm saying this right now, but they were <laughs> they were plates that were decorated by my boys, my little Picassos, okay? My mom is so crafty and she gave me this cute idea, which I loved the idea, but I wasn't the best at executing her idea. And it ended up being a disaster. I was slightly embarrassed to give it as a gift. Um, I mean, can you imagine? Oh my gosh. Here I am walking up with these plates with all this the scribbles that were all over it. And I'm like, here, please enjoy this. Enjoy my gift of scribbles. Oh my gosh. But it was never on display. So no one ever put it out if that tells you anything about how bad this was. I mean, my boys, they did, they were following directions. <laughs> I wasn't doing a good job of, you know, supporting and helping them. Oh my gosh. Anyways, let me move on from that because that's embarrassing. But okay, so let me tell you also, this is also embarrassing, but let me tell you about me crying like every holiday season for years. It was becoming such a pattern for me because I was putting so much stress on myself and pressure to pick out the perfect gift for everyone. So when I was exhausted from work and school and trying to keep up with a social life and raising little kids and trying to take care of my house and you name it, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I love me some holidays and I just was starting to not enjoy them anymore, which is so sad. So I decided to call my friends both of my sisters-in-law, and I don't even know if that's how you say that, sister-in-law's sisters-in-law. I don't know. Message me and let me know how it is if you know, because I have no clue. But anyway, so I, I called all of them, and I asked them if they would be on board if we stopped buying each other gifts and our kids' gifts as well, and instead just got together and we would bake cookies or spend quality time together. Thankfully, they all said yes, and I think it was a bit of a relief for all of us at the time. So don't get me wrong. I do love to gift and give. But when something isn't jumping out at me and I don't have extra money, it becomes a stressor that has a better solution. And this has been a really good solution for us. It's been good. We don't always get together to bake cookies, but we do make an effort to see each other at some point during the holidays. So what are some other effective ways to manage stress? during the busy time. I'm sure many of us have tried like yoga, meditation, self-help books, which are all fantastic, but it could be helpful if we add some more tools to the kit. Like, okay, so if you like to control everything, then this might be a tough one for you. And it might take some practice, but I still want you to do it. And that's delegate. I want you to delegate. You don't have to do everything yourself. Let me say it again. You better stop doing everything yourself, okay? You need to delegate. Delegate these things. Get your family involved in some of the holiday preparations. For example, if you have little kids, instead of baking those homemade cookies by yourself, get them in on the action, okay? And the little ones too, like the two-year-olds, the, the two, three-year-olds, let them in on it. Let them have some fun and play in the flower and get into the chocolate chips. I mean... Okay, so I'd be shocked if I haven't lost you here. Like, I am totally kidding. That crap would stress me out. Please don't do that. Um, that would be a disaster and a mess. You're going to have to clean up the mess, right? So I don't want to add more stress to you. But on a serious note, buy those dang cookies at the store and ask your partner to pick them up from the store for you. You don't need to be Betty Crocker during the holidays. But if you do like to bake and that's something that makes you happy, then 
ask your partner to take the kids off your hands for a little bit so you have that time to bake and get your stuff done. And because we're realistic here, some of us don't have that option. So you're just going to need to buy those cookies at the store, okay? Not until your kids get a little less demanding of your attention. And that's okay. That's just where you're at in life right now. And that just happens. But you can also have your husband and your kids pick up the house for you so that you can get the decorations out and then you guys can start decorating together for some quality time. You can give your husband a grocery list for the holiday menu. And if you're really brave, then you can have your partner make the list and you can glance it over before they head to the store and go ahead and expect them to call once or twice from the store because they're probably going to, but they need the practice. So let them do the shopping and just believe in them because I believe in them. They can do it. I believe in them. I have faith. So let them do it. And then the next thing that's important, and this is really, really important, is set aside some you time, even 15 minutes of doing something that you love. Recharge your batteries. So Monday, when I was all stressed out, I lit a candle, I played a movie in the shower, and I took a few minutes for myself. A plus to playing a movie in the shower, if you have little kids, is that it can help drown out their mommy calls. So give it a shot. It might be relaxing and nice. And lastly, just staying organized, but intentionally working on being flexible. So make your plans, mark them on your calendar so you don't forget them, but be ready to adapt when things don't go as planned. Not everything on your to-do list is going to be priority, so just break it down into little chunks. And if you're feeling overwhelmed by your list, then remember to just prioritize what needs done right away. Delegate if you can. And if nothing on the list needs done immediately, then just take a few minutes to recharge your battery by doing something relaxing. And if you don't have time to do it in the moment, just push through the day with the intention that you're going to spend 10 to 15 minutes at least doing something for yourself when you do have that time. And that'll be something that'll be special and nice for you that's going to give you more energy in life to tackle all the things that you have to. But put that stuff on the calendar too. You know, put the you time on the calendar because you can't pour from an empty cup. So take care of yourself. And keep in mind, if you want to ensure quality time, like family time, without getting caught up in all the details, then intentionally focus on being present in the moment. So put the phones and the electronics aside, cook or bake together, play a board game, decorate the house together, or maybe it's just sitting at the table and starting a conversation together. It's not about a perfectly set table. It's just about the laughter and the stories that you guys are going to share together while you're around it. So let's make this holiday season a time to focus on what truly matters. And let's create imperfect moments that turn into some really awesome memories. Spend time with our family members and just experience holidays as a time of joy and connection. And yes, there is, there, it's, there's no way around it. There is going to be some stress and there's going to be moments of overwhelm. But with a mix of realistic expectations and some stress management strategies that we're talking about and focusing on family connection, we can make this season one to remember for all the right reasons. And if you would like some additional tools to manage stress and anxiety, I did create a PDF that I'll link in the show notes um, and I'll send that directly to your email. So I really do appreciate you spending this time with me. And if you found this episode helpful, then share this with a friend who could use a little extra support during the busy season. And I hope you guys have the best holidays. And just remember, imperfection is not just okay, it's beautiful. And I'll see you next week. 
Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Landing to Perfect. I truly appreciate you being a part of this community and sharing this journey with me. If you'd like to connect further and continue the conversation, you can find me on Instagram at jen.lander and on Facebook at jenlander. I'd love to hear your thoughts and questions or stories, so don't hesitate to reach out. And remember, this podcast is a personal project. It's unrelated to the full-time work I do for the company I help treat those with eating disorders. While I aim to provide professional and educational, inspirational content, it's important to understand that the podcast is not a substitute for professional treatment. So if you or someone that you know is struggling with any issues I've discussed, please consider seeking the help of a qualified healthcare professional. And I'll be back with another episode next week. So stay tuned and continue your journey to personal growth and empowerment. Can't wait to connect with you again. Until then, take care and remember, it's okay to embrace your imperfections. They make you the amazing person that you are. See you next week.